Shmuel is a very one of the brightest guys we had here. So a seven. The number seven are fun-loving people. They love having good times. They, they love a seven. Another guy won't even understand. The seven loves jumping out of a plane. If you're not a seven, like, okay, like you can't even relate. Seven love thrills. And they love them. So Shmuel said, had it? Oh. So Shmuel said, how do you understand? Like every number you could see how a gadol could be that number. Like why is a seven an Adam gadol? Like, where is the path for Godless to the seven? That's a Shmuelist. Every number, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, you could see like a clear path to Godless. One is the organization, the discipline, you could see a path. Two is giving, you could see a path to Godless. Three is competition, driven to please others, true to look good in others' eyes. You could see a path that that actually could be a, a, a motive to be great. Four emotions to work oneself out, to feel, right? and you can see. Five is stinkers, you can see, to study Torah. Six is people who are nervous, phobic. They'll be nervous, Yerushamayim, like six is like the Yerushamayim, scared, Gehenim, we're all gonna burn. America may kill us, he could be a big sadic six. Eight, the leader is a path to godless. The guy's a leader, he's powerful. Everybody, every family needs a leader, every yeshiva needs, every community needs a leader. Nine is sensitive, everybody should just get along. Shalom, Lusakin, Eilom, Malchushakai, Shalom's the name of Hashem. Every number's great. Then meet Mr. Seven. I love having fun amusement parks. <laughs> like, where's, where's the path to being an Adam Godlin amusement? That's what Shmuel Shulman asked. And his brilliance, he asked, I was like saving this for his sim. But Shmuel beat me to it. Shmuel Shulman beat me to my speech about him. Maybe the first time it ever happened. Shmuel said the speech in him. Fred Shmuel Shulman, where's the path of a seven to Godless? Here's Kasha. Seven's fun, love. You love jumping out of planes. So, where is that? Like, Rodham Gadol. Where, where is that? I like having fun. Seven's are the guy. You don't even relate. I want to go to the, your group of friends. He wants to go to the music park. What's with you? Who wants to go to the music? No, I need that crazy double loop roller coaster. The seven, like, needs that and thrives. Okay, okay, see so you go. And it's good. Let him do it. Flip around. It's great. If you're a seven, get on the double loop roller coaster. Do it twice. Do it all day. But where's. So where's this, what's the next level of the seven? That's a Shmuel list. You like the cash shells? Fest the cash Shmuel, what do you hold of his cash You ever contemplated that? I did. The different number of sevens. Here. Nah, that's, a, that's the yeshivish answer. It's too yeshivish. Yeshivish is good. What yeshivish answer? He said thrill is tired. <laughs> say what you hold. Say what. Say. Uh, you don't hold that. <laughs> Explain it. You, you, you don't have, If you guys have what's happening. Does everybody have what's happening? Make it into your you Don't stand the guy who has shaykh is the seven. It's, you can't say, be healthy seven unless you're Jewish. It makes me, I don't know, it gets me pumped. I don't know, it's... I love going out, also. You found the he said that a seven is a lot of stimulation, can be very shallow and just run around you all different things. 
and then in everything, and then they're stimulated. They have like enough fun. Enough. We spoke about the ADHD person, a seven. That nikud of the seven who just needs the next thrill seeking could find a better plane and a better version. Keep upping his game. The guy did the double. He first did the roller coaster. Then he finds the best roller coaster in America. Then, like roller coasters are enough, he jumps out of a plane. Jumping out of a plane, he bungee jumps. He finds some mountain in Tibet that's like a better bungee jump, more dangerous, higher. That's the seven. Then the seven could say, "I can eat lunch." This is what Folarie is saying. It's fun. I just I wanted to be. I thought he'd be mefarish. I'll be mefarish. What Shmuel and Rafal are saying is the seven can eat lunch and find the same gishmak. The sophisticated seven eats lunch. A guy said, "My father loves having, loves life." A guy said, "Your a guy said, I love you that your father so he enjoys cookies better than anybody I ever met in my life." A sophisticated seven like goes to lunch and like it was like nuts. It was so stimulating. He's he's there. He's so present. So he doesn't need like he's living and he's alive and embracing and enjoying and. <laughs> That's you saying, Shmuel? Brilliant. I love you. Brilliant. Brilliant. When did you figure this out? Brilliant. I'm the big Shitanik. This there's a big debate in Shiva numbers. I, for sure, even even not your number. That's why I don't like numbers so much because we all can relate to battles of nine, eight. We are numbers, but that's you can all relate. Everybody what can we learn from this aspect of seven? It's, that's what's not. Uh, that, no, so that's not the debate. Really. That's the whole. That's you fall into a category. Mm, of that's the show. Okay. Well. Okay. Maybe. Integration. Good Shmuel. You rocked our world, Shmuel. There's a lot. There's There's a lot to what you say. No, there's a lot to what you say. First, he has to go bungee jump. Eventually, the seven builds, morphs. You do healthy things. Everything healthy. You morph. Seven, seven bungee jumping. Yeah, seven. A seven. A seven. I always say. Every seven, you A seven who doesn't jump out of a plane is 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 a bad guy. He's doing wrong things. I'm coming. I'm coming with you, baby. This what Yeshiva should send all seven jump. He said, nobody jump. The seven has to jump better. He has to get it. He has to live. Then eventually, like, mature, every, we always mature. But telling a seven, not. Yeah. What? I don't like saying You're amazing. Okay. Uh, new number. Amazing. Uh, I'm A1 then. <laughs> okay. Chevra. Let's get to point two. It's late. Oh my goodness. I gotta get to point two. Point two. Point two personalities. Me and you, I'll be calling. Am I missing a He's a. I'm impressed. That move, that move, Nuss. What am I doing? I know, I know, I know. What number is that? Tyre. Tyre, Ben Tyre. Smart, Ben Tyre. Cool. Sam Calgary. Wait, you got
Hey, hold on. I don't know if it's a wee. I don't know if I can say this. I don't know. I think I should actually buy the book, maybe. Second thing we're doing. Oh, yeah. It'll be quick. It'll be quick. It's Okay. Rabbi Sai, this this topic would go fast. I don't want to make a whole day out of it. Ike, I want you to hear this topic. This this topic's fast. If you get it, great. If you missed it, you missed it. All our challenges, Mayor, all our challenges form us who we are. All our challenges form who we are. They're all sent by Hashem on purpose. And very much our response to them creates our greatness. Refeldheim spoke about the, the clap that you're formed by the first hit you take. It wasn't like shucks, like it ruined my life. You weren't born until you were hit. That was his, his line. Till you were clapped, you, you don't exist. Your challenges form you. Everybody, under, any thinking person understands rejection they once had from a school, from a system. As you mature, and it formed, it helped form that overcoming that it was not by accident. Hashem sent that to the person's life. And the response helped form who they are and brought them tremendous smiles. Anybody who's been through tremendous difficulties know that they got tremendous beauty from it as well. Just in being forced to respond brought out a lot and made me learn myself. Nothing like challenges causes a person. People who were challenged earlier learn themselves younger. I once had a Shabbos suit. I had 10 guys at my table. Plus one bacher from the Masifta. A very strong yeshiva. 10 guys asked me to come to Shabbos. And they came to the Ambluzhai, the Bach from Yeshiva. The Bach from Yeshiva had gone through Pashtus more than all ten. He had been a very person who was challenged a lot. To describe how much more sophisticated he was than the ten, it was like it was like men and children. They knew much more Gemara than him. It was like it was like a 50-year-old to a two-year-old. It was literally the sophistication. I had to explain to them anything he said. I, I'm telling you, any topic, his level of Havana, of life, was like like a 50 to a 2-year-old. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. 50 to you know, 50-year-old is quite a lot of experience. A healthy 50-year-old has been through a lot, seen a lot. Grace, lot. Thanks, annoying. A 2-year-old is not so... There was like a 50 to a 2-year-old. So clearly... Thanks, annoying. Clearly, clearly, clearly... clearly you know what would help fully? Take the wallet. Wallet's wet. 
they cause us to be unweighted. Now, the, 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 50, the 50 to a two-year-old, the, the, the 50 to a two-year-old, you can imagine, so the guy's been to the, the, the 50 to a two-year-old, so clearly challenges, and I don't say they'll remain two, they'll probably get challenged, they'll be challenged later, you can't stay two, Hashem doesn't let it. They'll hit their challenges at at 21. The mother's going to say, oh "My gosh, what happened to my son? He was lucky that his challenge were younger. Why he got lucky, not them? I don't know." They'll hit challenges. It might be a year after they're married, and oh my gosh, they'll hit challenge. People, Hashem challenges us. Why are you guys lucky to get it younger? Hashem likes people better. I don't know. You're lucky if you get it younger because you get sophisticated earlier. The bottom line is they'll grow up at some point if they want. If you respond right, you could also just numb and run away. There are all different versions of not embracing life, and you won't get better. Now, anybody, I'm, I could use examples. I'm, I'm going to say this. Please don't woo. You'll take away everything. If anybody watches my CD, you watch the behavior of a person who's... Who's, who's grown through struggle. He was in a system in there, it's a very complex system, complicated beyond belief, and a youngster, just like, you don't even know, you think, maybe there's something wrong with me, like I can't fit the system, a very awesomely complex system. And then the embrace is, now what do I do? And I have a lot of options, and somebody who's embraced life, grown in ways, a person that struggle won't will be a hundred miles behind. It won't be, it's unfair. The guy just went in the system, can't buy that whole base Hashem, have his chances and his sinus to engage and embrace, to somehow catch up. But it's passionate that it advanced him. But I want to say, and this is important, Gufa, because it made who we are in a positive way, people then can hold on to resentments. A guy who was hurt by the yeshiva system, the fact that it didn't work for him, so he certainly was good for him and it caused his greatness. One important accord is to let go of, of anger and frustration. You don't want to stay motivated. It's part of the job. It was good for you and it motivated you and caused you all different things. If you hold on to the resentment and you spend your life reacting to the resentment instead of spending your life doing the right thing, you'll make mistakes. I'll give a muscle. A Bacher once told me about this school that it reminds him exactly of a school in England. And he showed me a book about a school in England. I, re- I looked into the book, I looked online, I was very curious. And the school's a crazy school. It's a hundred years old, and they have some ideas very similar to Waterbury. And the difference between that school and this school, the starters of that school were hurt by the system, and they're motivated to get back the system. That motivation causes them to do ridiculous things also. What I pride in Waterbury is we're not against the system. We're a system yeshiva. We love the system. Baruch Hashem, I have very good feelings. I did well in the system. It wasn't motivated to get back at the system. Holding on, I'm going to give an example. A bacher who was hurt by the system will tend to be more free-spirited because the system fitting in the structure hurt him. So then he says, he prides, I'm not, I don't fit structures. The problem is that life's important to get into a structure. A guy will embrace, Akiva Balsam speaks about not caring what others think. And that's important at some step. And a guy, we're like willing, to, 
Nevada, we have a yeshiva full of guys willing to say that. If I've been hurt by what other people think, and I've been hurt by schools that say I'm the bad guy for reputation, so this is like, I'm, I'm, I, this is, you're talking right to what I want to hear. Nevada, be against the system, don't care what people think. Except, Rabbi, so you know, in the Torah, you're mechoyiv to care what people think. Nakiyiya, you're mechoyiv to care what people think. So it's important to leave. It's true that being hurt by the system freed you not to care as much. But then drop the hurt. Drop the hurt. They, they weren't the people. They were sent by Hashem. They, when they intended bad, not if they intended bad, they're Hashem. If they didn't intend bad, it's okay. They don't know. They're incompetent. A school hurt you. So it did, they weren't capable of helping you. Hashem used them in a different way to help you. Then drop the hate. When you drop the anger real, you're then free to weigh up. Instead of the rest of your life responding to frustration, the rest of your life you're responding to what's true. There are guys in yeshiva who have to learn more to fit in, more about structure, more about a group, that it is important what others feel. It's not just don't care what others feel. It's, there's a balance to that. There's a complete balance. It's actually important to fit into a structure. But I'm much free to decide when I let go of resentments. If I'm always motivated, I don't want to always be responding to that. It's complicated because I was supposed to have a response. But I responded right, I responded well, and got something from the experience. I don't want to spend my life responding to that. It doesn't free me up to, to be objective. Respond, and you did respond. Grow from it. And then get objective by forgiving. If you don't forgive, you're too much responding to that. There, I know guys who have struggled steiging because it will give their parents nachas. If I steig, if I steig in a regular way, my parents, and I, and I want, they don't even have, they want to get their parents. Their parents didn't do it the right way. Their parents were tough on them and, and, and very much cared about reputation, different things they felt hurt. So they don't want to steig in a way that gives them the regular knocks. You're responding too much to them. So then your whole decision of what you are is responding to that. That should just be what's right. It should be healthy. At some point, we must let go of resentments, even though those, those things, and maybe not even though, because those things were good for us. It definitely added to my game. It caused me to learn myself. It caused me to make adjustments. Always be Michael. You don't want the responses of your life based on resentments. This is true for us all in all our lives. Don't make the res- don't make the response of your life based on resentments. You do this by forgiving, by really going through and embracing and forgiving. Yes, Abraham. Without going to challenge impossible. No, the answer is no. Without challenges, you cannot be sophisticated. Impossible. I don't, I don't see how you're born to... The way we all... The way through the Nisiyanism... There's no wise person like a person who's been... I don't think it's possible. The answer is no. For sure. But again, not necessarily, because people could just... Not people could just choose... I can get from the system. Everybody has the sinus. The question when? The question when? The sinus are a fact of life. 
Guys, Hashem built a beautiful world. He made the sense and the right ones for the right guys. Some people, Hashem, Hashem gives the mission that we all need. The Sionists are good for us all. We all have them. They are not bad. They simply are not bad. Very, not to say they're not bad is like saying life is not bad. The Sionists life, life, the Sionists. The Sionists are good. Embrace, figure out. Let go of resentments. Those people were props. They were props in the sign that Hashem wanted for them. <laughs> to start having tainas on a guy, he was a prop. It's like being angry at a wall. You know, a little kid, I never teach your children this. Maish, one day your kid falls. You know, the, don't worry if your wife does it. You don't do this. Never say, patch the floor. Never say, stupid. Don't teach your kids stupid things. Your kid bangs his head on the floor. Your wife's going to do it. Don't worry, you Achmiel. <laughs> Wives are emotional. A man, a wife's, a wives are good. Your kid bangs their head. Never tell the kid patch the floor. That's stupid. Floor didn't do anything. This is stupid. The floor didn't do anything. That kid's gonna have to learn. Never say patch the floor. It's a stupid response. Kiss his head and, and give him comfort. Say let's patch the bad floor. Your wife will do it. Don't don't make it a crime. She's allowed to. And it's not. Wives aren't. Wives are emotional. A man's a man's more here. Don't say patch the floor. It's a, it's a stupid response. The floor didn't do anything. Floors don't have choices. You're teaching him to blame other people, other things. It's not in life. You have to learn the other way. One day he's gonna have to learn that a teacher don't patch the the guy you punch you don't patch the kamazas. You're gonna have to teach him the kamazas. And you said patch the floor. <coughs> you have to teach, you're gonna have to teach him the Rebbe wasn't there who threw you out who was the most incompetent Rebbe ever in the history of mankind and destroyed a whole school of kids he's not bad he's gonna have to learn you taught him the floor is bad if the floor is bad so that, and the Rebbe's not the floor is not bad the floor has no Bechira the Rebbe's not bad the Rebbe can't touch you the Rebbe has Bechira choice of what he made not to me, you can't touch me. Yeah, he'll get punished. He'll get punished for him, but nothing to do with me. Clapping me, Hashem runs the world. He's a prop in my life. He's bubkis. He's a prop in my life. He's not a person. He doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. He's a prop. He's a prop. Hashem made a certain prop to set up my life. He was a prop. You punched the floor. What? It's always your ladder of time is we're human beings. Hakaras is anything Hashem chose to be a vehicle. Vehicle of time, you're supposed to think. Trust me, if it, yeah, if it was a vehicle of bad for you, if it was a vehicle of bad for you, you're allowed to be angry. This is not, but eventually to be Michael, Hashem runs the world. It was, it was Hashkach. I'm not saying to go to this before you're angry. First, you have to be angry. First, you have to be angry. You can't run to this first because we're human. First, anger, then you work. Hashem runs the world. First anger, Shmuel. Then you say, Hashem runs the world and set up my life. Hashkoch. Rematisio Solomon spoke to Rebbeim. Giving a person is another level. It's one thing to let go of it. It's another thing to actually forgive a person. It's a much needs, harder it, level. Needs, it, it needs. Do you know the 12 steps? Do you guys know in the 12 steps they say an addict will never be healthy till he forgives? You know that the Goyim, not secular Goyim, no Shaykhs to Torah, to Chachma, to anything, and they just observe what works. You will never, ever, ever get healthy. In fact, they hold worldwide accepted that unless a guy forgives, 
people, signs I'll get, there are two Rebbeim who try to get a Bacher to forgive his parents. They're one who wants to be a conquering hero. Rebbeim are people driven to be heroes sometimes. So he wants to be the hero who brought the parents back their son and the parents give him an embrace. He doesn't want their embrace, he wants their check. And the, re- the parent gives him the big donation, gives him the cover. You are a hero. The guy who goes on the streets typically is motivated to be a hero. He brought the kid back home. Wow, Superman, hooray, you're Superman. The real helper on the street likes the kid and wants the kid to make up his parents. He never will speak to them. It's after they make up. He'll never claim the money, the credit. He doesn't even know the parents. He doesn't even want to know them. For years in yeshiva, I never wanted to speak to parents for this reason. For five years, I ignored the parents. Then I happed I was wrong. For five years, I ignored parents because I didn't want to be the hero that brings the kid back home. Instead, the reason the kids should work as parents, the parents don't know you, don't like you, don't care, you don't care about them, you're not getting money, you're not, you, don't, you don't speak to them, not before, not after, not during. The reason you should act for the parent is for him, because a guy is his parents, and you're held back with resentments and all different types of things that are holding you down. It's not for the parent, you're not close, you don't even know the parent. Okay, if you're that guy, you wants to get a, you, you, you picture a certain check, a certain honor. It's human. The answer is yes, we're human. But people do it because they had choice. So we're not to the floor and have choice. On people, you first have to be angry, yes. You can't run Tashkach. Angry at a floor is like, you don't bang the floor. To me, it's like very silly. Such a silly thing. Why would you tell you, let's patch the floor? It's a knee jerk. No man, a man only hears his wife do it. Ladies are emotional. Don't worry if she does it. It's not going to corrupt. You can hear your wife does it. You're like, ah, don't worry. Let her say, patch the floor. Then you say, are you okay? And kiss him and hug him. Just don't patch the floor. It's like the stupidest reaction. The floor didn't do it. The floor didn't do it. You're allowed to be smart. The floor didn't do it, my friend. Let's hit the floor. Let's smack the wall. Bad wall. It's not a, now, don't worry, you wife does. Don't make fun of her and don't point it out to her. Don't, don't point. It's not. Ladies are emotional. Hashem made us. Ladies and men. And a kid has a mother and a father. But his father is not going to say, patch the floor. No, you're no, Men don't think to say it. Men only say it because they became womanized. Because they, they heard their wife say it, so the man becomes a lady. I, the same man who puts on earrings because they saw girls wear it, so he, so he says, patch the floor. Men are wearing earrings today also. Shame. So patch the floor. But a man's supposed to be a man, a lady's supposed to be a lady. Shem didn't want two mothers, he didn't want two fathers. Don't tell your wife this. Shem didn't want two fathers. The lady's not supposed to. So some ladies who listen to this speech, it wasn't at all a rip on a lady. Ladies are emotional. And Hashem wanted emotional people, very much so. What a party today. What a party. Let's get a few minutes of Gemara. I want to Get to work.